All right, legends, let's get to work. We've got lots of team lists to go through and a lot more players named than what we actually would have thought. Usually we do see this first trial week out of the two. Anyway, there's three this year, even better. But uh, the first one is usually filled with a lot more of the reserve grade, grade players. And this time it's actually a good mix. And some teams have named less than others. Some teams have named more, obviously. And we've obviously got the Ind Indigenous v Maori all-Stars game as well, which is awesome. So we're going to go through that first. And then we're going to go through all the preseason teams. Because what you'll see, guys, is obviously a few players from these squads here aren't going to be named in their 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 original NRL teams team list. And therefore, you might think, oh, wow, like are they out of favor or something like that? No, a lot of them are in this game here, a lot of those guns. So just be aware of that. We obviously also have the news of Lucy Leilua wanting an immediate re a release from my Cowboys. So... Interesting. It obviously is a pretty decent loss, but uh, yeah, he's had his DUI the other day as well. So there's a few things going on with him. But uh, if that's the case that he gets that release, then the Cowboys will be okay. They've got his Helam Luki, who I love watching play. They also have uh, Finifiriaki as well, who is playing uh, in this week's trial, which is going to be cool. So I think either way is going to be fine. And you're looking at, you know, Luki is becoming a potential option in our size. And I think Finifiriaki as well is going to be uh, an option potentially as well, even though he has pretty terrible stats from last year. But we'll have to watch him in this trial coming up. I just think it really cements someone like Ruben Cotter as, as getting good minutes as well. So yeah, a little bit to, uh, to, to work out how that ends up playing out. If it actually does play out and if he does end up at the Dragons, then that probably hurts our chances of getting a cheaper edge for the Dragons there. But let's kick it off with the uh, Indigenous side there. And you've got Latrell... Adokar, Hammer, Katoni Staggs, Camprera, Trindle, and Hines. So all guys we want to be obviously looking at. Hines and Trindle's combination is going to be really important for us. Hammer, for those that are interested in him, for sure. And obviously Latrell, Mitchell there, uh, all guys we want to be watching. Hero Mosley's an interesting one. He'll be um, he'll be cool to watch at, at nine. Um, and they don't have, oh, they've got Beyond Odo, Odo, who's going to be a potential back up for him, which is cool. Shaq Mitchell, I'd love to see how he comes out and plays. And they've got Adam Elliott on an edge, which doesn't excite me as much uh, in terms of viewership on him, along with Josh Curran. But really, I just want to see how they're moving, if they're free, if they're tackling well without falling off tackles. Are they running freely as well? Uh, and then Hopgood in the 13. Brian Kelly on the bench doesn't help us too much. And the other guys, unlikely to be in their side. Come round one, we see Jesse Arthur's playing at the fullback slot as well, and, and we want to be watching him to see how, how he moves and if he's sort of in, improved his game. That's the only reason he will be uh, beneficial or worth it in our in our sides in fantasy and supercoach. Dan Gago, obviously there. Matt Timokosa, you won't see him in the Raiders team. Again, big reason I'm going through this, guys, is uh, is to show that um, you know, they're not going to be in their teams for this team list, at least. And Adam Pompey, that's the big one here that I want to actually look at with the Warriors is uh, you know, why Ali was in that um, starting side, which we'll talk about in a sec. But uh, Pompey is here and he did have that center spot last year. So keep that one in your memory bank when we get there. Brandon Smith not named for the Roosters because he is here. Leo Thompson in the 10 jersey there as well, which is helpful. Could um, be good to see him play, see if he becomes that gun uh, option there. Xavier Wilson is on the interchange here. So he's he won't be named in the... Broncos side, obviously. Trey Mooney there as well with um, with Joey Tarpany and Kenny Bromwich with Britton Nickeroff. So, yeah, they're the, um, they're the guys we're going to be looking at, obviously. And, yeah, again, as I said, looking at the preseason challenge games, you um, just need to note that they're going to be missing from their side. So, 
Bulldogs and Storm to kick things off. And this was the most uh, one of the most exciting ones for me, obviously with Pat being my favorite player. Good to see him there named and uh, going to lead the team around as captain on this one. So super exciting one here. We're the other awesome one. And finally, a decent amount of information is that of Drew Hutchison getting the seven jersey. It's been something I've been talking about for a while. If he was to get the seven jersey for the dogs in round one, then he will be in my side at 400K. It's way too cheap. He has 100 in his sort of last five games as well. Incredible. So Drew gets that spot. The big the big news here is that you've got Toby Sexton on the bench. So really, they, they're wanting to see Hutchison play in the seven role over Toby Sexton. And you, know, you could go, oh, well, maybe they're just wanting to see if he can do it. Well, Sexton wasn't there for very long. So if you wanted to get the, some combinations right, you would be playing Sexton in seven if you thought he was going to be ahead. So at this stage, I think Drew is clearly ahead um, to get that first crack. The big thing to note here as well, guys, is that there are two trials. So a lot of the teams here are naming sort of a mix of first grade players and a mix of uh, New South Wales or Queensland Cup players. So it's not going to tell all. But what you're seeing here is a lot of these guys that are named in this side are in an order that uh, especially this dogs team for the most part, like sort of 70% of it, are likely how they're looking at naming it for round one. Because you look down here at obviously Hutchison, as I said, Matt Burton's in there, Jarrell Skelton. They're missing guys like Kiraz, Stephen Crichton, Connor Tracy, um, Adokar, obviously here. So there's their back line's a bit off. It sounds like Taff is going to be getting that one spot, which I'm not super excited about as a fantasy option or a super coach op- option for sure. But we really want to be looking at Bronson Cherry here. It's going to be super fun. Um, and obviously, yeah, as, as how Skelton has improved um, from his games from last year and see how Matt Burton comes out as well. Uh, Reed and, and see how he works with Max King and Sam Hughes is going to be really important. Um, you got Katoga there, who I haven't heard much about, but he's going to get a start. It'd be good to see him. And it looks like Jamin Salmon is likely to play through the middle on the off the bench in from round one. So they're going to check him out at 13 roll. Big news here is obviously Sam Hughes getting the start. So he is a must-have in everyone's side. He's it, it, Most likely, he's got the jump over Liam Knight as well. So you should definitely be looking at Hughes. And look, it doesn't put too much of a black mark on Liam Knight because, you know, starting or bench... You seen last year guys like Harrison Edwards and the likes we're getting sixty minutes off the bench, so I don't think it really matters too much. But if Sam Hughes is ahead of him, that would usually mean that Hughes would get a couple more minutes. It's probably the, the big thing there. You've got your main uh, front row forward who will get a, a bulk of minutes, and then you've got the second guys probably around that forty to forty-five, and then the third guys probably five minutes below that, with the fourth guy being anywhere between sort of a ten to fifteen range, uh, which you saw from a couple of guys last year. So. That's the big news on that bench there is Liam Knight and Sexton. And then not too many guys uh, in the reserves that we should be you know, thinking is going to be getting close to a spot there. And guys like Eli Clark, uh, Blake Wilson, Draft Skelton, they're all some backup options in the backs if they um, if we happen to get any injuries for the Bulldogs there. So that's pretty cool that we're going to see that many first grade players and fighting for spots. So keen to see how Drew gets them around. I think he is a great player and he deserves it. For the Storm there, we've got Pap, obviously, which is cool. In the centers, Remus Smith and Marion Seve. So I think it's definitely a fight for for that center spot. You don't see Nick Meany there, which is something to note. So yeah, just keep him in your thoughts because he's likely to get one of those spots as well. Uh, Iremia's uh, back up, obviously, with Katoa as well. But um, you see Keegan Russell-Smith, who I don't know much of either. So he won't be there, obviously, with you haven't got your big dogs in, in Munster. 
in uh, in Harry Grant and obviously Jerome Hughes as well, which is um yeah something just to note down. You got Aaron Penne fighting for a spot. Trent Liero moving to the thirteen role. This is huge for Sean Bloor's chances of being on the edge. So if this is the case, then Bloor is locked into my side, and yeah, it's a very helpful news for us I think as well. With Chris Lewis playing some time on a, on the, on the edge with Kane Bradley, who we've heard a little bit about there, Kane uh, and Bronson Garlic is likely to feature at the fourteen in this side or Tyron Wishart. Yeah, so cool, cool first game there, guys. Moving to the Saturday games, we've got a double header at Gosford, I believe, with the Knights and Sharks, and then the Roosters and the Eagles. So if you can get out there, I am going to be busy on Saturday coaching cricket, but um, it's not too far from where I live actually. Gosford there. Um. I'll be in Sydney, actually, which will be interesting. Knights. So, Fletcher Sharp, good young player, from what I've heard. Thomas Jenkins gets the gets the edge, so gets the gets the wing spot. And you've got Inari Tuala and Mapapalangi there in the centres. So, I just think that they're obviously fighting for outside back spots. They are the depth, all three of these guys, in you know in the outside backs with Greg Barzu being named here as well. Uh, so, don't worry about obviously the Dane guys and stuff. We just spoke about him and, and Radman Best just signed for an extra four years. He extended, which is pretty cool. Jenkins looks like he'll get first spot. Who at 420 okay, it's definitely a, a little bit of value on him if you do need to go that route for sure. Crossing gets a nine. We still don't see Jaden Braley, which is a little bit um, frustrating, but maybe that's next trial for him. Dylan Lucas gets the 12 roll, which is cool. Matt Croker gets the 13. I think he'll take a few minutes off Elliot, so Elliot will play somewhere in the 60s, I'd say, 60, uh, and Croker will likely back him up in that 13 role. We still don't see Kai Pierce-Paul either, guys, so maybe that's a, a trial too for him, but it will be great to see Dylan Lucas and, um, yeah, obviously love how he plays. But Tyson Gamble, Hastings, Marzu, Crossland, Lucas, Croker, Jack Cogger in there in the 14 role, Hetherington, Brody Jones, all plenty of um, yeah, first-grade names, which, is, which will be cool to see. And then coming up against the Sharks on the other side, K Dykes is there. Uh, he's going to have a crack, which is good. It's great to see him back from injury. We get to see Kale Irol there, which is um, which is lovely. Hiroti Hiro- Hiro- has played a bunch of games already, but Kale we're going to be watching to see how he goes. You've got Danny Atkinson and Puru. Both have plenty of um, yeah, runs on the board in, in New South Wales Cup, and, and they're going to be fun guys to watch. Going to be led out by Hazleton, Kafusi, uh, Colhoun. Gets that edge spot with Wilton. For this game with Cam McInnes starting at 13. So you don't see any Finucan, which obviously doesn't tell us too much. Uh, Talakai in the reserves looks like he'll play next week. So don't assume that Talakai is dropped at all. But um, yeah, that's that. Teague Wilton, good to see him back as well. And um, we'll see how these all, all these guys goes and all these guys go. But also something to note, guys, is uh, you know potential for injuries and the like in this game. So in these games, so all of these guys you know, have that risk. And that's when some options could come up as well. And what we're noticing is there are not too many cheapies are sort of popping up at this point. We'll find out a little bit more of obviously this week and then coming into next week of trials as well. So exciting, guys. We're a couple, you know, two and a half weeks out from round one now, which is awesome. Roosters come up against the Eagles there. And on their side, they actually named a really, really strong side, which is wild. They've pretty much named everyone and even their, and their, even their bench and reserves are, are pretty full as well. So... What we really want to touch on to start with is going to be the, the outside backs with Suali'i in the center role with Billy Smith. So fighting out for that with Manu not named. Uh, they're going to see how how that those two go, I think, and, and sort of fight it out with Tupo and also Dom Young in there with um with their wing spots. So yeah, I don't think you're, you're worried about those two at all. 
they look like they'll get the spots. Uh, you're going get to get to see White in the starting role uh, with Docker Clay getting a chance at hooker, which again won't be too relevant there. But they're going to give Tupanua and Nat Butcher first crack here in the trial. I'm not sure how much we're going to take a read on this. Also, the fact that I think you know, Terrell May is off the bench is basically how I expect him to, to line up anyway. So they're going to see what kind of punch he has off the bench. With Sandon Smith, with Ian Butcher, with Angus Crichton. So Crichton not getting the start in this one. We will have to wait and see come next week's trial if he was to get a start. And maybe, you know, Siwa Wong in the reserves and Crichton are the two guys that are going to get a start next week. And at this point, given Crichton is sort of coming back from a few different types of issues that he's going to you know, just take a few minutes in this game and then he's going to be someone that takes some bigger minutes coming into their second trial there. But it'll be great to see how you know, Tupanua goes. Um, they're playing Victor Radley as well, so super strong outfit, the strongest of all of the preseason trials. And uh, yeah, it'll be a little bit tougher on the Eagles who uh, played a fairly strong lineup um, in, their, in their previous trial last week. And this one here, there's no... Luke Brooks is none of their their guns in it. You know, Tommy Turbos and DCEs and the like there. Lockie Croker is not there either. So they still have Bailey Hodgson, which would be cool with Jackson Jackson Parlow there. Tommy Talau, which would be cool. Um, Vega playing as well, but Arthur and Wakeham running the round. So they got, you know, a decent amount of, of backup in the halves, which is good. We get to see Paseka Sibley in the front row, which is awesome. And Ben Chaboyevich gets the start over Josh Schuster. Unsure at the moment if that's just more related to him coming back from injury. All that's related to Trebojevic likely to be ahead at this point. Um, they're getting a lot of minutes into Trebojevic's legs. He'll likely play you know, this one and probably the last one as well if DCE and the like are there. And if he's actually in contention to play in round one, I feel like there's every reason to start him in that one as well and, and maybe you know for the first portion of the game, just like he would be in this, and then move him on from there. The weird one here is Carl Lawton at nine. I, I love watching him play, but he's always injured. Why is he at nine if all the talk has been that Jamie Humphreys and Gordon Chan Kum Tong are going to be the two guys that are likely to play um, in that 14 role, whereas Lawton hasn't been spoken about too much. So, yeah, I, think, I find it really interesting, and I, I do love, love watching him play, and it would be cool to see him do really well and, and sort of fight his way onto this bench, that's for sure. But Nathan Brown has been named in the 13 role. He just got moved up into a top 30 spot, but uh, he'll be very expensive from what he was last year. I don't think he'll get any discount on that but I'm really keen to see how Schuster looks out there he's currently not anywhere near my side but um, some good performances and being named in round one would definitely change that there the mid-range game is absolutely incredible at the moment the amount of guys that you could uh, look at picking from the mid-range wild Eels and Raiders so this one's uh, on Saturday evening and we're looking at here, yeah, Morgan Harper and Bailey Simonson in the centers. So no Will Penasini. He will likely be playing next week. Unless he, he wasn't in that game, was he? Penasini? No, he wasn't. No, sorry. Oh, Jack Howarth in the reserves. Wow, didn't even see that. Uh, Labart, Jordan Grant, Keenan Palacia, Tamari Martin as well. So yeah, no Will Penasini. So like, he'll likely be there next week. But obviously, they've left out a few of their top guns. We really want to see Sean Lane in this one. He's our big guy. And they're starting with Brendan Hands in this one. It'll be interesting to see if they start with Joey Lusick in the second trial, but he is nowhere to be seen. So does he get this spot or are they likely is is Lusick likely ahead? And he's gonna play with their main guys in the Browns and Moses in uh, when when they come in for their for their trial next week. 
but yeah, keen to see the Morgan Harper and, and Simonson shoot out because you know Simonson, I'm interested in in our fantasy team. Dejan Asti and Ethan Sanders. So Ethan Sanders is an absolute gun. So is Asti. So it'd be cool to see them there. Sean Russell is a good chance of featuring on the right wing. So keep him in your thoughts as well, but doesn't score too well. Kyle Rodwell, a really, really good PPM type of player. So check him out there as well. So many guys to follow in this one, which is cool. Haven't named anyone of note on the reserves there. Although Raiders, have, they've named Danny Levi. So that's absolutely of note there for sure. He's not here, uh, not here starting. So, you know, do they look to start him next week? Or is this a kind of a shootout right now and Zach Wolford's ahead along with obviously Starling, who's likely to be the bench anyway in round one? Okay, what we do see here though, with Fogs being out for this one, you've got Weeks and Weeks is named at six, Strange is named in the seven role, which means I think it's going to be a bit of a shootout. But does it, does it show that Weeks is definitely clearly more of a six and Strange can can get the guys around the park. That's definitely something to think about. Nick Gottrick there named on the wing with Schiller and Hopperwadi in the centers. And that's kind of in line with what we've heard coming out of the Raiders is that Kotrick is has been training on that wing with Schiller and Hopperwadi doing reps at center. So what that means there with Timiko being out for this game only, he will come in for one of those spots. Likely it looks like that Schiller or Hopperwadi will play in that round one game before Seb Chris returns, unless... They want to play Seb Chris at fullback, which would absolutely destroy everyone's plans. But this is better news for anyone who's interested in Kotrick, that's for sure. Obviously, that cheap price could be used for cover, could be used as a starter, but I'm, I'm not too excited if I was you know, be looking to start him. Chevy Stewart, on the other hand, super excited if we get him in round one. Xavier Savage on the wing. At 350K, I think we pass on him. If he's a fullback, we're probably all all wheels uh, wheels all steam ahead. But uh, Chevy, if we get him at that cheap price, that would be awesome. So keen to watch him play and see how he goes in this one. In their forwards, the big watch really is that a Mariotta, who is uh, playing better and better every game he plays and did really well in that finals game. So Bunnies and Dragons is next. I just want to start on the Dragon side with Tyrell Sloan named at the fullback slot. And Zach Lomax on the wing, it just feels disgusting, to be honest with you, given your best player um, an opportunity to play on the wing. Hopefully, he plays between that fullback and, and wing role, but uh, it just seems weird. I don't know why he'd be doing that. Obviously, it's worked for him in the past with Barber and, and the like, but um, yeah, Lomax, just get him at fullback, really. Come on. So not super excited on him coming into this um, yeah this season if he's on the wing, that's for sure. But at fullback, we would love him. Kyle Flanagan and Ben Hunt playing together. So this is absolutely huge if we want to look at yeah, what type of position, they uh, sorry, how, how they're going to play together, what kind of kick meters that we're going to look at. And the big exciting one that just popped out of me and kind of distracted me a little bit was Tom Eisenhuth with the big exclamation point with the um, with the, the capital letters. And, and you look at this team and it's very much a full strength side. And the good thing with that is you get to have a look at how they line up. But at this point, you've got... Tom Eisenhuth in that edge position, and he's someone that I'm super keen on if he is to get that edge role. But the big news right now, and the unfortunate news, is that of Lucy Leilua potentially coming to the club. And, and do they play him through the middle? It's likely they play him on the edge, to be fair, if, they, if he does come over. So that would hurt. But um, yeah, we'll probably have to see what happens. In, if that does go through, what happens in a second trial? But um, I suppose it's good news that we'll, we will know by round one, you'd imagine. Little has cover there on the interchange with uh, Malizen um, there as well. Blake Laurie's in there. You've got Jack DeBellin at 13. So I doubt that that changes too much. Jaden Sua is named there as well with Francis and Blake Laurie starting. Dylan Egan on the bench. So he's pushed himself ahead of guys like Michael Molo 
It looks like Dan Russell in the reserves, Ryan and Toby Couchman on the reserves as well. So congrats to Dylan for pushing his way ahead. I can't wait to see him off the bench and where they look to play him. It looks like with this type of interchange, he's going to have to play through the middle, which I think will be will be good, that's for sure. But let's check. Um, Yeah, uh, big watch for him. Tupelotu didn't make the squad yet at this point. Okay, for the Bunnies, Jacob Gagai there in the fullback slot. So definitely keen to watch out on him, but it probably means that he's unlikely to feature on the wing or in the centers in that round one clash where it looks like Isaiah Tass will get one center spot and then it'll be Richard Kenner and Tane Milne. Very, very highly likely to be the center and wing pairing come round one with uh, with White and being out for a couple of weeks. They needed um, some guys to cover. Munro out until probably round five or something like that. There as well with Walker being out. Dean Hawkins comes in, so we're keen to see how he plays for sure. Very much excited to see Tavita Totola, who's a good chance of being in my team. They are starting with Jai Arrow on the edge. And just remember, guys, with the Bunnies, this is a really important trial for them, given they won't be playing another one next week. Uh, I should have noted that. All the teams going to Vegas, they, I think, are doing something small, either just before they go or when they get over there. I'm not exactly sure. But, um, yeah, this is going to be played as, as one of their main trials. Damien Cook's not there. Be keen, cool to see Mamazellas out there. And they're starting with Sean Kepi in there with Tommy Burgess on the bench, which is probably expected, given Burgess played a lot of bench last year. So let's see what happens with Arrow. Does he play some time on an edge? Does he play some time in the middle? Does Murray move to some edge minutes? Um, obviously, he's not going to play massive minutes in this one, but it'll be cool to see them against a strong uh, Dragons outfit, which would be cool. Jai Gray likely to come on and uh, obviously play in the halves. He's really, really talented, so keep an eye out on him. Likely to for like a 2025 thing. But Talos Duncan in the reserves at 18, I'm not sure what the reasoning is with that. And is he actually closer to the 18th man than... Like, really, you're having, you know, is he behind David Moale? Is he behind Jacob Host? Or is Host just there to cover 20 minutes off the, um, you know, on the edge there? Something to think about as well. Uh, definitely for them here in that one. So that's a fun team list for those two. For the Warriors, it's uh, Ali Liatau there. I'm still learning that one. I haven't practiced it yet. But uh, he is in, named in center with Adam Pompey. But he's a big, big watch. Because if he was he was if he was if able to get that center spot, he would be massive for our sides, given his price and his ability to have base stats and score really well. But Chanel Harris-Tavita is partnering Luke Metcalf with Tamati Martin on the reserves for the Maldi side there, which is, um, yeah, cool for him. But with the forwards, that's the big interesting one. We get to see Roger, which is going to be awesome. Two of us to check. And then you've got Jackson Ford, Tom Arley, and Freddie Lussick in there starting that one. The um, rest of the starters, I believe, will be named in their second trial next week, which will be cool. And uh, yeah, I suppose that's about it for this side that I know about. And I'm very, very excited for this Tigers one. I've been keeping it fairly under wraps. I don't think I've spoken about it much on this channel, but there has been a fair few whispers about Alex Safarth getting the 13 role. And I have been super excited about him potentially being my looper in round one. I think we'll play it by year. I think I'll have you know someone in 18th man scoring early. And if they go pretty well, I'm going to take that score and bring Alex Safarth in early if we do think that he's going to be getting the start in this one. And there's plenty of telling signs here from this trial, especially for the Tigers not naming a team in round one. This is super important for us. So Dream Buller in the one, Charlie Sainz getting a start there as well with Junior Tupro on the other side. It kind of seemed like that's where it was going to end up. For these, um, for those couple of guys, and and for these, for the wing spots, we've got Fatape and uh, Declan Casey in the centres. So you got a few guys out with Stafford um, in there. He's, none of those games are named on the reserves, are they? No. 
Um, Samuel Afainu on the reserve for Nuobole. He's um, yeah moved to the bench role, which I think is go- what's going to happen in this side. We do get to see Isaiah Papali Asukapoa on the edge as well. So it looks like more likely for him, he'll be an outside, uh, more of a, a forward rather than looking at the outside backs, but can obviously move plenty between. And we get to see Lachlan Galvin and Josh Felity, both two, two super talented guys. Uh, unfortunately for him, he is on the bench compared to that of Sullivan and Caesar. But again, injuries can happen and plenty can happen in the next couple of weeks. But that's the Tigers at this point. None of the guys in reserves we want to speak of too much. Go to Cowboys and Broncos, guys. And Tom Jester named him one. Oh, that feels good. Love watching him play. I'm excited for that, that's for sure. Vaalea, Semi Valame, Robert Darby there. All three of those guys, a good chance of being in the round one side. You don't see Laybutt in there. You do see Clifford along with Tom Duffy. So I'm super keen as a Cows fan to see Tom Duffy play. Uh, you do see Finifiriaki in the starting jersey. So I want to see if he's taken a step up in his work rate. And that's our biggest thing for him. We know he has plenty of talent there, but uh, we want to see his work rate up. And I suppose the big thing here, guys, is it is very much a Q Cup team that they've named. So just be aware of that, that most of these guys aren't going to get a start. I think, you know, Valame, Vaalea and Darby are likely fighting for one or two spots and they could be all of them on the outer. And then you've got Thomas McKayley. I'm, I'm keen to see play, see how he goes. Jack Kosevsky is on the um, outer, uh, like on the outside looking in. Same with Sam McIntyre and everyone on this bench as well. And, and Finne, I'm keen to see him get some good minutes in his leg, legs and likely to see their full team next week. For the Broncos, we get to see Reese Walsh, which is going to be awesome. And there's a lot of top-tier players that are going to be playing first grade in this side. And it looks like Corey Oates and Mariner are going to be fighting for this wing spot. Jesse Arthurs is not available, given he is playing for the Maldives as well. Then you've got Hoda and Selwyn Cobo named in the centers. And yeah, that's where um, DeLuise plays. Um, He's behind, obviously. Katoni Staggs is out for this game as well. But Jock Madden gets a crack, which will be fun to see with Reynolds. And then in the, the starting forward pack, you do see Corey Jensen get that start, which is great for him. Haas, Carrigan, both named. Piakura named as well. So that's good to see. Billy Walters in the nine with Smoothie on the bench. So that is probably what's how it's going to line up along with Muddy Tapao, Fletcher Baker, Kobe Hetherington. This looks exactly like the team that he's going to run out in round one. So no real surprises for the Broncos. And I suppose the big thing here is going to be how many minutes guys like Baker plays and how does he look coming into this uh, this trial. Does he look himself? Does he look like he's free-flowing? Is he falling off tackles? All the like, all of those things. And we want to see how Payne Haas looks as well. Again, hopefully no one gets injured in these games as well, but that'll be fun to watch with their close to full strength side. Dolphins, Trey Fuller, what an exciting prospect he is. Jack Bostock, we've got Tessie New fighting again for that sort of wing spot, it looks like. Uh, we don't see Jake Avarillo though. He's been named in the reserves, which is strange that... Um, Actually, he's not even in there, is he? No, he's on the interchange bench, which is strange. So, uh, you know, him and Val Tafade have been named on that bench. You've got Ewan Aiken in the back row slot with Connolly Lamuelu named in the reserves. It's good to hear from, from it's good to see from him that he is in there, um, in that position. Strange, we've got Jared Wallace in the reserves as well. So, again, named a very, very strong 17 here with a Farnworth and a Sarko there. Isaiah Katoa and O'Sullivan. That looks like how it's going to line up. Tommy Flegler. In the start with Mark Nichols, you got Gilbert back there, which is awesome. Jerry Marshall King is named there with Max Plath and Kurt Donahue who could take some minutes as well. But um, yeah, with with Jeremy Marshall King, we're just keen to see how he looks, if he's making good tackles, if he's got good service and setting up any tries out from dummy half. And on the Titans side, 
suppose it's a fairly yeah, reserve grade looking side and it'll be interesting to see if Dolphins can come out and absolutely pump them or not because you don't see any of their big dogs with you know Tom Weaver even on the interchange. Um, don't know much about Tom Stedman, Stedman and Kyle Foxwell, but um, you know, Weaver, I thought you, he was a little bit ahead and Harley Smith-Shields doesn't even get a chance in the centers there with Jack Garrod and Aaron Schopp in the starting side. So I'm not sure if you, just put a, you can put a line through Harley Smith-Shields in this one or if he gets a... Um, yeah, they're holding him back for next week or something like that. But yeah, not too much to see on that side of things. And that is it for this week, guys. That's a, a really awesome team list. I'm super excited about that. I think it helps us out with you know potential decisions that coaches are going to be making heading into round one, obviously. And we will have to see next week's as well. Uh, but very, getting very, very close to our round one teams being named in a couple of weeks. So we're literally two weeks out from our first TLT, which will be those four games for the guys going to... Vegas. Um, I hope that was really, really helpful, guys, uh, with people you want to be looking at heading into the trials. And if you can get out to one of them, that'd be awesome to support the game. If not, watching them on KO. Uh, I hope they're all on KO. I'm sure they will be. Will be really cool as well. And that's what I'll be doing across the weekend. I hope you have a cracker and uh, look forward to a video I'm doing with Brenton. We're coming out tomorrow on overall strategy. Make sure you don't miss that at all. If you're interested in the private group as well, head down in the description. All the information is in there. Um, and just reach out to me in DMs when you are interested in paying and I'll help you get into everything for that one. Have a good day, guys, and we'll see you in the next one.